You've got a passion for the outdoors, a desire to feel the warm sun on your face, the sound of your fly line whipping through the air, the pop of the water as the fish inhales the fly you just found in the floorboard of your truck. You need to feel the cool waters on your feet, the crisp north breeze of a November morning, the sound of a turkey gobble, the December rut, the chills of an elk bugle in September. It's the longing passion to chase your obsession. This is what we share. This is what we preach. Welcome to Honey Hole Hangout. Welcome, boys. How are y'all doing today? Hey, doing great, good, man. man. Doing good. So we got, this is the first time I think we've had a double guest. No, we've done it at Real Recovery before at Asher's. Haven't we? No, but I think it was a three plus one, but then we would switch out people to sit at the table. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. never had like a a true double guest before. So yeah. treading on new waters. Yeah. Well, today cool. today we have Ricky and Rodney with us. They were with us on the Real Recovery Retreat this past weekend, which we're going to talk about. Awesome experience. But Great we're experience. excited to have you guys on. <laughs> Thank you, thank hey, you. I'm excited to be here, man. This yeah, is kind of what my my whole week has planned out to be. Yeah, oh, I've yeah? I've been excited. You've yeah. been excited all week? Did yeah. you spend all last night pre-signing autographs? Yeah, and I was talking to the mirror to make sure I didn't sound too stupid. Yeah. You know, there have been celebrity sightings at Bass Pro for this podcast before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe you'll get... Maybe you'll get uh, Just maybe. You know? You'll get cited at Bass Pro. Hey, you were that guy on the... The Honey the, Hole Podcast. Maybe the podcast go. will just lose credibility. <laughs> or that. You know, <laughs> you know I've, I've, I've talked with that guy a lot at Bass Pro. He does not know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, Ricky. So uh, what is your – give us like a quick rundown of your fishing background. Well, um, I've been fishing now for – just about seven, seven, eight years. And um, still not sponsored by Guggen Squad. Still not sponsored <laughs> by Guggen Squad. That? Hey, look, I've been shared on their Instagram stories, okay? <laughs> oh. my, my PBs. One, one step at a time. One step at a time, you know? So uh, I've met a couple of those guys, too, in person. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, but, no, I, I, I started as a conventional fisher. Um, that, that kind of got a little bit washed out. So I started fly fishing right when COVID started, and... Now I'm here. Uh, mostly fly fish. Now I do a little bit of conventional every now and again, but you'll grow out of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, this year I've conventional fished once. The rest have just been all fly fishing, and yeah. uh, I'm buying more and more fly fishing gear. I've started fly tying. It's uh, it, it's it's an experience. And Who who's your fly fishing mentor? Oh boy. Why do we have to start with this? <laughs> his, his ego's his, about to get a whole lot bigger. His yeah. name is Wendell. <laughs> his name is yeah. what? Wendell. Wendell. Yeah, Wendell, Wendell man. He, he taught me that bass, they only eat bugs. That That's the best oh, piece of knowledge. Fish. That's the one I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Redfish, you don't need a drag. Is this yeah. Parachute Adams? If it, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. If, if yeah, you yeah. hook a redfish, right? It, and just wait a minute. It'll forget that it's hooked. It'll go right back to yeah. what it was eating. You don't even have to fight it. Yeah, you, you just, just wait for it. Yeah. Oh, That's wow. it. Dude, he told a customer that. I was. Th- he's told plenty of customers that. He's tried to tell me that. Crazy. But, uh, no. And, and he puts his brook trout on a stick. Yeah. It's 2023. You don't do that anymore. Yeah, come on. Not the brookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, in, in, in all fairness, it was Zach. We should Zach. bleep out that name, by the way. All right, go ahead. Yeah, no, Zach, Zach was the That's one who kind of got me into it. <laughs> um, 
Man, it, he he happened to come back into the fishing department. No, it wasn't just me. There was a whole group of people. Well, sure. he he was the one that he was a big influence because he came back to the fishing department right as I started really trying to get into the into the fly fishing world. I I had just bought a new fly rod, and this guy he said, "You know what? <clears throat> Let me just cut out the hard parts." He said, "Throw this fly, and you're gonna catch <laughs> oh, this yeah. fish, and you're gonna be hooked." And I said, "Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen like that." Next trip out, I go. I'm done throwing woolly buggers. I let him. Uh, I let him choose my fly of choice that day. Cast it in front of a cichlid, and I caught it, and I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> nice. And, uh, awesome. And then awesome. you know, and from the help of Kyle um, back in the fly shop, you know, he's helped me a lot. Um, and then just kind of just the random people in in the fly fishing area, you know, they I've talked with a lot of people, so that's been a fun experience. But Zach, he got me into fly tying. Zach got me. Pretty much where I where I'm at right now, for as far as knowledge of fly fishing goes. Nice, damn. You like? How does that feel? Oh, grand salsa. (laughs) And Gabe, I can't forget about Gabe. Oh no, you could have left that out. No, no, no. Hey, look, I have to give Gabe some credit too. He, me and him spent some nights in that fly shop. You know, he he was tying on the vice, so I tried to copy him and. I got flamed for it. I'm sure he didn't have nice things to say. Oh, he still doesn't have nice things to say. (laughs) Well, you Um, know, the the funny thing is, he may have taught you a few things in the beginning, right? Gabe, I hope you're listening to this. He may have taught you a few things in the beginning. Now you can teach him how to net fish because he grabs leaders and breaks yeah. them off. And so. oh, <laughs> look, yeah. look, Global shots fired. But here's the thing: he's a ten car guy. His fish, he could usually grab the line. He doesn't have to worry about it breaking. You know, <laughs> that's true. so that's true. Yeah, he does nymph for everything. Yep, <laughs> we're going fishing for makos nymphs. Yep, I'll tie a real bandito for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's eight dot real bandito. Yep. <laughs> You uh, so how does it feel for you to hear like uh, that you've been <coughs> such a big influence on his life? I mean, I already knew that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and this Dang. is where the ego's inflated. Oh, man. Just pull out the balloons and start blowing. No, I, I don't insane. know. I just never thought about it. I guess. I mean, I know I like, like I'll hit him up and be like, "Hey, you should do this," or "Hey, you should do this different," or whatever. But I never really thought about it like making an impact necessarily. Thank you, Ricky. Yeah. That makes me feel good. What I find mm-hmm. interesting is how the Bass Pro Shop is producing so many fly fishing people. You know, when uh. you would associate that with the conventional, like you guys are, you guys are making waves. Yeah, yeah. but none of y'all work in the fly department. Well, it's okay. a, it's always someone that doesn't know what they're talking about. I Whenever like, I go there, I feel like what happened is all of the people in the flight—not okay, not all of them. There's a few, like to name one, Kyle. Kyle is a yeah. badass on a fly rod, and he was you, before he started working there. He's probably the best caster I know. Oh, at, I mean, and and just anywhere, he is the best caster I've ever seen. I mean, 100%. what he could do in this small corridor in the back of Bass Pro Shops ridiculous. is absolutely nuts. To I mean, clarify what he does he, in that corridor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, other than working his rod a little bit, um, he, that guy, I mean, he will cast all the way into his backing and then some into, and there's just this small itty bitty hallway. I mean, he'll cast all the way past the fish tank down into the main drive aisle from the door of the fly shop. Oh, dang. It's nuts what he could do. He could be something big if he would make it happen, but yep. I think, so what happens like at Bass Pro is, and it's usually people in the fishing department that transfer if they didn't already fly fish they get excited about it because there's always at least one guy that works in the fishing like conventional side yeah that's big into it for whatever reason and he like for example myself like i get really like when i'm excited about something i'm pretty animated about it and i don't shut up about it i'm like mm-hmm. i talk and that's it and i show pictures whatever 
So I think that naturally gets other people excited, and it sticks. It clicks and sticks with some people, yep. like Ricky. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and then like from there, you know, it's it's kind of like the the passing of the torch. It's like I mean, I I can only speak for so far, just because. And I mean, I it started where I was, you know, all my knowledge. You know, it went from me, and then my buddy Tony. He he started fly fishing around the same time as me, and that's kind of how we really became good friends. And then from there, me and him are talking about it, and then we. The other guys in the, you know the store, they're like, you know, I've always wanted to try fly fishing. Then they come and ask us, you know, they they're always asking us something, and you know, it, me and Tony, we're always happy to talk about it because I mean that's kind of our thing now. So now we're we're passing on the torch that was passed to us to these guys, and it just kind of starts the cycle as name as em. name them our our guy who's who's our guy. <laughs> hey, look, you know, Aiden. Shout out to Aiden. Aiden, man. Aiden, Aiden. Aiden's the guy. He he came into it fly fishing though. So I'm not saying I'm passing the torch to him. He was already into it, but and man, he why, loves it. That's he, why I say the guys in the fly shop, the ones that, even the ones that know just enough to get themselves in trouble, like they started before they started working there. Yep. Okay. So yep. it's like, and Aiden, from what I understand, is one of those. So no, Aiden definitely. He he was he was way into that that deep hole that fly fishing gets you into. You know, before he started, and then. Once he started working, it just got amplified from there. And then being around people who fly fish too, oh, that that just it I just mean you absorbing it, you yeah. dive into the hole at that yeah. point. I mean once yeah. once it, you leave, <clears throat> once you venture out of the Bass Pro group of fly fishermen, oh, that's when it really explodes because yeah. that you, you oh, just thank you. Calm down, <laughs> <laughs> calm down. Uh, I don't know. That's the way I've seen it. Like once people like you're oh. starting to hang around with. A different group, yeah. and it's you're not gonna you'll sell your. I'm, I'm telling you, it, it actually it kind of it kind of started um, back last year with Trout Fest. Zach introduced me to a lot of people there, and uh, yeah, that's where I first met it, you. Yeah, exa- exactly, and you know now now look at me, I'm here. Um, it, it's it's something like that. It's really crazy. Just from just just Trout Fest, you know. Then I started going to other fly shops, talking to those guys, and now I just have this big network of people on Instagram that. You know, we share stuff, and like some of these people, I've yet to even meet in person. And I mean, I'm good friends with them, I'd say. And it all starts from just one little experience, yeah. just getting out of that original click. Someone likes your post, and there we go. That's that's how it starts. And now you're networked into the whole San Antonio and surrounding area fly community. Yeah, yep. everyone knows each other, and it's all a good time. Rodney, what about you? Which give us your fishing background? My and fishing background. I've about the same amount of time you've been doing it like seven years now, uh, out of the whim, I went into Best Pro Shop. See, it all starts at Best Pro Shop. I always, guess. man. Well, so that's always, like the hub in San Antonio. Yeah, right. I've always seen it, uh, wanting to do it. Um, regular fished as a kid, uh, bait, you know, sinking line, stuff like that, catfish. Uh, always wanted to try it, then finally did it, bought a setup, about the uh, what is the? There's an Orvis setup. The um, encounter. The five weight encounter. Okay. And hey, that's that's a nice setup. And from there, I was hooked. And then mm-hmm. found out about other uh, other you know different American made stuff that you could buy. And then I think I caught my first my first bass right off the back. And then I caught my first cichlid. I didn't know what it was. So have you been fly fishing for seven years, or have you just... Fly fishing for seven years. Okay. Yeah, regular fishing <clears throat> as a kid growing up, uh, you know, all that stuff. But as far as fly fishing, yeah. like six to seven years. But um, you, you get that first bite, 
and uh, the way it feels and everything. Yep. And it, it's just an addiction that you just can't you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's it's horrible. I dream about it. I wear it. I've got fish yeah. and shit on me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yep, trust me. And and that that's a very true thing. I mean, you know, I I, I got this bracelet the other day at Flytrap. Uh, I forgot the the company that makes them, but Flyvines. Uh, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. And I I started wearing that, and then now I'm thinking about getting the uh, the watch bands that. Sightline. Sightline. Sightline, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking yeah, about getting cool. one of those. Nice. Those are badass. Yeah, they're I, sweet. I love those things. They're making them for the Apple Watch now? Yep. Because oh, I'm, I'm not a... They just dropped them like two weeks ago or yeah. something like that. I, I found out um, I found out about them at Real Recovery, and okay. now I'm like, I'm itching to get one because I'm, I'm not a big fan of bulky bracelets, you know, and that's what's kept me from getting one of those. But that, I mean, I'm already wearing a little bit of bulk right there. Yeah. What's the difference? You and, know... Rodney, you were saying it, it all seems to start at Bass Pro Shops. Now, sir, if you're listening to this, I apologize if this is incorrect. Uh-oh. But do you know who else was would hang around Bass Pro Shops a lot when they were getting started? Who's that? Odom. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Odom would come hang around, too. Everybody nice. starts at Bass Pro in San Antonio. Yeah. I remember you coming in the early days at Orvis, like right <coughs> after we opened. Yeah. Because I've known you for a couple of years now. Yeah. Like I remember going in, and I didn't know what the store was, to be honest with you. Like, I would see it, and I'm like, what is it? And then that was, of course, before I started fly fishing, but I didn't know what, I never knew what it was. And then once I started, you know, buying stuff, I knew that was just the main store besides the one in Alamo Heights, which mm-hmm. I don't recommend going to. Sorry, guys, <laughs> but that store <laughs> seems so out of place, and it it's like for the people that I go fishing once a year and i'm going to alaska and yeah, they've got you know, a very those kind of minimal guys. selection they don't have a yeah, lot yeah. to choose from but uh i walked in and landon was there and landon you know he's got those pretty blue eyes and he's looking <laughs> straight at you oh. Ooh, oh, hey. wow. i haven't heard that since, i haven't heard that in a while <laughs> you haven't heard that since dude, popos every uh <laughs> yeah since popos. <laughs> oh my gosh dude like uh because orvis is it's funny because it's like the fly fishing and then it's like we sell like Older men's and women's clothes. Yep. So, like, the older women will come in, oh, you just have the bluest eyes. Oh, Lush. You got them, Thank man. you. You got them. It's like a, a gorgeous iceberg just floating <laughs> by. Yeah. Wow. But you want to sit over here? <laughs> yeah. He we engages you to where it's just like, oh, yeah, I want to know what you're saying. And he was all, he was like, what do you, what do you fish for? What, 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 what do you like? What are you doing? You know, what flies do you want? Or are you trying to get into it? I was like, just like, yeah, well, everything you're saying, I want, I want to do, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool, man. You know, and that, that actually brings up a point. And it was something I was told while at Real Recovery, um, one of the gentlemen I was talking to, um, we were, we were, we were tying flies that day and, and he, we, we started talking about the fly I was tying and it was me and Jim with, with our two buddies and the, the buddies, they, they were both in agreement. They were, they were, they were saying how we have such a passion for something just as small as a fly. We could have a three hour long conversation about what we did to tie this, how exactly how we did it, how we fish it, the different kinds. And they said the just the pure passion that's shown into one fly and then they look at us in a hole and our pure passion into fly fishing, that's exactly what he saw right there. I guarantee it. I mean, that's that's what gets you hooked is seeing how someone could be so passionate about something. You wonder, 
It's, it, it's, it must be that cool if they're that passionate you, about it. You know, it. For, for the people listening or watching this, he's he's very good at telling a story, but I've not seen that passion come from his vice yet. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> hey, look, it's easy for those guys to say when, you know, they, anything that comes off that vice looks cool, okay? <laughs> hey, Jim said my fly looked amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good. I'm glad for him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's talk about real recovery. Um for those that don't know, if this is your first time listening, most everybody else knows because we talk about it all the time on the podcast. Real Recovery is a nonprofit organization that takes men that have or have had cancer on free fly fishing retreats where they get to fish and do group counseling called Courageous Conversations. Uh, this past weekend was a retreat, and both Rodney and Ricky were fishing buddies. And me and Zach stood around and did nothing. Yes, pretty much. No, hey, I did. You guys more than ran nothing. the show. Man. Oh man, I broke off a lot of fish this weekend. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> you did. You you got fishing in. But um, part of the reason we wanted to bring you guys on is one, did you you know we like getting our buddies on and talking about fishing. But then two, as as a first timer, having experienced the retreat, because there's nothing like. Your first retreat, yeah, and seeing what it's about, because this is—I don't know how many retreats have we been doing. I don't—I lost track. It's yeah, been a few years. It's twice been, a year. Twice a year for a few years. So I think Qu- I was quite I a think few I was retreats. Like Twenty-five for my first one. Twenty-four, twenty-five. Yeah. I'm thirty-one now. Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> at least ten. At least probably ten. Yeah. Probably easy, ten retreats. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um. What was what did you guys think? Let me let me say this was a absolutely I mean it was almost life-changing experience. You know, coming here or going there and doing that, my my perspective walking out of that is so much different than it was walking in. Okay, and okay. So, it, yeah, I wouldn't let's let's hear the before. Dissect that a little bit. Actually, why don't we hear both of your befores? Okay. And then oh, yeah. jump okay. into the Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so 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 before this, um, you know, I'll just kind of go with the idea of what I was going into. You know, I, I mean, I thought it was a great idea being able to go in and, you know, help someone through a difficult time and uh, really, really show them like a, a distraction. You know, that that was a big thing is use this as a distraction. And this this will play in later in the story. Um, but I I really thought I was going into there. I was just supposed to be a distraction for these guys that really flipped up later. Mm-hmm. But um I mean, past that, just my own mindset, you know, past past what the actual cause was for, past the organization, my cause, you know, I I was I was just kind of rolling through life, you know. That's that was it. I I th- I was I've been hyped for this event, you know. I uh, I was I was ready for it. And then once you actually do it, your your mindset that you had before, which might not have been so good about just, you know, just general life, you know, you're just going through the the motion it completely changes when you start with this. Um, when you start, you know, your first time doing that, everything flipped up for me. And uh, doing what? Real recovery? Yeah, real. Yeah, real recovery. It. It. There was a wall the, from the first day of that weekend. Everything that was before that I just mentioned, it was. It's no longer in my head. Those thoughts are gone. Everything flipped up, and I'm sure Rodney he could probably agree with that. I mean, doing something like this really really has a way to work inside of just just your mind and your soul. Okay, and I want Rodney to share too, but I want to – can we dive into that a little bit more? 
Like, what was your wall and like you just so so big thing was you know of course I knew I was going to be helping people I knew that that this was going to be for them but really and truly I've learned that just from that first retreat that this might just be for me too I mean doing something like that is such a wholesome experience and being able to flip up someone's life I mean and it might not even be that drastic for them but I mean just just for what I thought I did with this guy and just kind of being there for 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 my buddy and just talking with him and seeing how his attitude changed from the start of the retreat to the end it put me in a different mindset. I mean, I would say I was a negative, I would say a more negative person mm-hmm. going into it. Now, I'm pretty positive. Have I, you have, sorry, have you listened to our podcast on real recovery before? Um at all? Probably not. So, I, I just I'm going to I want I just want to say he stole the words out of like every, everybody says the same thing. Like in the beginning, it's oh, what? I just lost it. But you, you get what I'm yeah. saying? Like everybody's got the same reaction. That anyway, well, I just noticed that. That's I mean, a it's, good thing. It, it is, and uh, it, there was <clears throat> the gentleman. Um, I don't remember his name. He was the one that was leading the courageous conversations. Uh, Bill. Bill. Yeah, it was what he said during the closing ceremony of the real recovery about how how you are using fly fishing as a distraction from cancer when it should really be like the other way around. You know, it Yeah, it, so cancer is the distraction. Yeah. Cancer fly is the Fly fishing is the reality. Being present in the moment that you're in yep. is the reality. I, so like us podcasting right now, mm-hmm. having a good time talking to each other. Yeah. That's the reality. Yep. But if I have cancer and I'm sitting here while we're talking and being present in the moment, that is the distraction. Yeah. And and you always think of it the other way like, "Oh, you know, the I'm fly fishing. The fly fishing is the distraction. Yep. But like, I never heard him say that, and I've always thought like, oh, like this is fly fishing is something that you can do, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, to help you like not think about your cancer. But in reality, it's like it, no, like be present in the moment that exactly. you're exactly. And and that I've I've told this to anyone who's asked me about how my my trip was, about how real recovery was. That is the first thing I've opened it up as. Just that, that that little saying for those guys changed my life because, I mean, I might not have cancer right now, but, I mean, I'm looking at that as, you know, maybe work. Work is that distraction instead of cancer or just my negative things in life. That is the distraction from what I should really be focusing on, like fly fishing or, you know, just the good things in life, what I'm doing right now. Just hearing Bill say that, I mean, that literally flipped a switch in my head, and I... Now I just have such an itch to do the stuff that I've been stopping just because I'm I'm fed up with work or I'm you know I'm just I'm just upset and just I want to get out and do everything that I've been wanting to do. That answers your question on why he's driving the coast tonight this to fish fool the lights. Is leaving after this podcast <laughs> to drive right. down and fish the green lights and come back to come back home. He's gonna go fish them for Me, three hours. Okay, so so get home. this: you're gonna then, catch a bunch of fourteen inch specks, and that's it. Hey, I hope you catch something bigger, but I doubt it. I'm fishing though, and that's the thing, and, and that's what me and Tony were talking about today. The river's um, twenty minutes away, bro. Hey, <laughs> but you know what? Go there. You know what? But why not? Why why don't we cruise yeah, down why there? Not? It, yeah, I mean, yeah. what's stopping us? Uh, it, okay, well, I mean. I could do yeah. it. I could do that all day long. I mean, that's that's just awesome. And well, and all night long in I'm, this case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but me and Tony, we made this. We made this plan at at eleven o'clock today. We made that. We were at lunch, and I we were like, let's go to the coast. And I said, you know what? 
Dude, at sure, least go to the jetty. Tarp and roll on the jetty at hey, night. I'll tell you. At if, least go do that. If we could get out there and do that, if we have enough time to either start or finish with that, that no, just go straight there. Yeah, but we want to fish the green lights. Dude, you know, actually. Dude, we had a blast the last time at the green lights. From what I understand, this isn't from experience, but from what I understand, the tarpon fishing off the jetties from like midnight to 3 a.m. is supposed to be pretty damn good. Well, I. But you guys are going to be on a boat, though, so. Yeah, and that, that feeds me into what I'm about to say. It's scary is, to get that close to the jetties. Just don't go on the boat. I'll tell you now, I wouldn't take his boat out to the jetties. No, just walk on your feet. They're dry. You can but, walk on But no, here's the thing. We, there's a gentleman down there, <coughs> and Tony met him the last time he was at the coast. We have the hookup for some tarpon inside of a, it's kind of like the end of a channel. And every single day, these tarpon are rolling at the end of it. Like and a canal? It, yeah. Like a housing canal? Yeah. Oh, that's and, pretty normal. Well, well, it's just like, they, the, the guy, he sends us videos almost daily. They're oh, here, awesome. they're here, they're here. Mm-hmm. But you're, they're just out of reach are unless they, you have a boat or a kayak. Are they like, like this? Because this the, is the kind of tarpon he, I want to so, catch. This size would be so cool. So, so the... Right where the where the channel ends, or the like the like the little I don't want to like say a bay, but like the little area that they're in, it's all juveniles right there at the end. Oh, that's but what I want. What just I want. just past that, I mean, maybe like forty fifty yards. He was saying that there was bigger ones rolling, and nice. I mean, either which way, that's juveniles or go go get it done, dude. Yeah, dude. Go do that. See, and I'm assuming there's probably green lights out there at night. We he's never sent us any videos at night, but he's caught some tarpon. And this this kid, he's a kid. I mean, he's 12, 13, 14, and he's... Mm, is it who I think it is? You you probably know him. Yeah. There's a good chance you do. Okay. He he follows a lot of our yeah, know, guys in I our area. Exactly That's the best is. pro shop inside school. No, no. You probably know who this person is. I'll tell you. I we'll talk about it after. Euros. No, it's not that you know. <laughs> that. I don't know <laughs> That's them. scary. Yeah. We're I not supposed <laughs> to know 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> hang on. I don't know this person, but I know yes. who this person we, is. Yeah. You probably do. I bet you do. There's man. a good we chance. I mean, that. he follows a lot of the people in our area. and huh. uh, No, he has the hookup, so we, we might even try that. It it just depends. Tony has to work tomorrow, so we're we're we're, we're playing it by year. Nice. And, uh, Go big yeah. or go home, man. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I have nothing but time. Yeah, and best of luck, man. So go yeah. to that spot. Go there. That's that's kind of what I'm wanting to do. Yeah, so do, do that. Tarpin. I would be all for that. I'd go pack my stuff right now and go with you if I knew yeah. that's what you were going to do, but you're going to go fish the green lights. Why don't you come with us? Nah, I got to work tomorrow. I got bills to pay. <laughs> I got bills to pay? Yeah, but I got bigger bills to pay. <laughs> Not Tony. Zach, Zach, you're, don't, don't be that old person you think you are. Let's go do it right now. Maybe he shouldn't go to real recovery. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> look, You're a little uh, too positive. Let's let's dumb it down look, just a little bit. But no, I'm saying that's that's what real recovery does to you. I've yeah. been so giddy this week about just doing everything that I've been wanting to do. Just start crossing stuff off my list, and I was like, man, I'm gonna go to New Mexico finally. <laughs> I've been wanting to go to New Mexico Dude, so I'll, bad, and I mean, I've. I haven't had this much passion flowing through my body in a while. That's I mean, good. I've been That's in a good rut. Though. We That's really good. feel it, man. That's yeah. awesome. It, and it just oh, it all started from such a little experience. You know what they, they say about, um, like, volunteering is, like, the analogy I've heard is, like, it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You got peanut butter on one side and jelly on the other. And, like, when you volunteer, you're one side and the person you're helping is on the other side. You put them together and you take them apart. There's peanut butter and jelly on both sides. So it's like yep. you are benefiting from it. Yep. And you are benefiting the other person, and oh, yeah. he is benefiting. Per- you know what I mean? Yep. It goes, it, it goes both ways. Exactly, and, and it's kind of funny you say that. Um, I'm I'm planning on keeping in contact with my buddy, of course. Um, 
he actually texted me today. He said, hey, I'm getting ready to take a two-week vacation, but once I'm back, I'm going to get in touch with you, and, you know, we, I think we should go out to dinner or something like that. Oh, this gentleman awesome. is super close to me. Yeah. So, or, like, like, we live super close to each other. So He lives, it, like, two minutes down the road from me. Exactly. So yeah. we're, we're all super close. So I'm, I'm really planning on staying in touch with this guy. You know, I'm going to take him out to dinner. I have his first fly still that he caught a fish on. Nice. And I forgot to give it to him, so I'm going to give that back to him. You should awesome. put it um, in, like, a little shadow box or something. I, well, I was thinking of an idea. I, I, was, I was actually hoping we talked about this now. So What um, you should do. Uh, take the shadow box, make it a little bit bigger, take a photo of you guys together from the retreat, oh, yeah. put the photo in cool. the shadow box, and then put the fly underneath it. That is that is a dang good idea. And yeah. you know, this is this is kinda of funny. This this is gonna this is gonna bring a smile to his face. The fly that, that was that he was using was oh, one of the yeah. flies he tied. It was oh, one of the <laughs> don't, you know, don't don't make don't his head any more bigger. Hang on, man. <laughs> well so so get this though. He's gonna own you. <laughs> one, of the, one of the first flies, he he gave me like six or seven flies. They were all used flies back when I first started fly fishing. Once I started to learn to tie those, I stopped using those flies. They've just been in the top of my box. That's what I let him use. So now it's just like this weird, you know, he passed them to me and now I'm doing the next pass nice. and it's wow. just it was so okay. crazy i mean three That's years cool. these flies have been in my box and yeah. now it's just now now i'm gonna back up a little bit and earlier you said that i like was part of the impact right the fact that my dirty ratty used flies were still sitting in your box it just hit me Thank yeah you, dude <laughs> Thank it, you, Ricky. so if you if you're if you were at my house right now and you know you're looking at my setup i have monitor monitor i have my pc right here uh, up on the top of my PC, I have a whole bunch of just miscellaneous flies. I have a fly from Tony. It was, it was a lunch money that he tied for me specifically for where we fish. Super cool. I don't want to fish it just because, just I mean, he gave it to me. First fly he ever gave to me. I have a lunch money from Zach. That one was the first one he tied when he first got back into fly tying. I mean, we he called or he, he said, hey, dude, let's tie tonight. I was like, whoa, Zach wants to tie? What the heck? Oh, was this after his retirement? Yeah, so oh. this is this is on the comeback. <laughs> so he thought this thing was trash. It was, I mean, I thought it was great. So I've always, so before I started really just tying, because lunch money's are my favorite thing. Zach, he always gives me crap for it because that's all I tie. It's the only thing that was how to tie. Um, so I I used to use that to see if mine looked like it, and then if it didn't, I was like trash, get out of here. So then I've eventually started getting into my own rhythm. But I have one of those flies up there. I have a game changer from Chase, um, one that he tied. At uh, at Trout Fest, yeah, I have one of those. It's it, it's it's like kind of unfinished, but it's just one I bought from him because he tied it, and you know he yeah. wasn't gonna take it. Um, I have, and then back behind me, I have a hat, and it has all my first flies. The first flies I tied at Bass Pro Shops that Gabe taught me. Those things were pretty ugly. And I have my first Rio Gitter that I caught a fish on, which was one of his, and I have a first Rio Gitter that I tied that I caught a fish on. Nice. So I just have. I have just flies <laughs> everywhere that are never going to be fished again. You're going to be yeah. on TLC one day, hoarders. <laughs> yeah. Alive, right? <laughs> hey, look, I, fly fishing <laughs> <laughs> because of Zach. Well, <laughs> it's funny too because in my truck right now. Yeah, they're going to be. They're going to be like, right. you can throw it away, Ricky, and he's yeah. like holding it, like shaking. Literally, like yeah. I can't put it in the trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I. Man, I, that's how it is. I, I, I like I like sentimental stuff like that. If we can get a kickback from TLC. That'd be fantastic. Yep. There you go. Okay, I'm, so uh, Rodney, what about you? What were your like? What did you think going into it? And then like, what were your impressions after the retreat? To be you honest, were kind of a late add too, because we were. 
You we I think Zach asked you pretty late to yeah, be a like, fishing buddy because we may have I been scrambling a little bit. I was trying to go bit. fishing with Zach. He's been dissing me for easy, quite some time now. Easy. I'm, I'm not in his little book of guys to <laughs> go for first. <laughs> Dude, it hey, took us on. it took us a long time to go fishing. Yeah, it did. It did. Schedule, I mean, everybody's man. got something to do, and you know. But uh, we were talking about that, and he was like, "No, I'm, I'm, you know, I got something going on this weekend." He goes, that's planned for like the next two weeks or so or something like that. And then uh, I guess like maybe a few hours passed by. And he was like, hey, we had some people pull out, you know. And I talked to you at the last uh, Trout Fest about being I- interested in it. I don't know if you remember, you were sick. But uh, I was like, I was yeah. sick last Trout. Yeah, like on Sunday, it was yeah, like. you were bad. Like, I was like working the booth, but, mm-hmm. but I had it got, wasn't good. I had got information for it. And uh, didn't follow through, but it was cool that you, you yeah, you mentioned it, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm mean, you know I'm 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 on. So with that, I was okay. I was kind of nervous that okay, this this is gonna happen fi- finally, <laughs> but because uh, I didn't know what to expect, and I didn't know if we were there. At at first, I thought, do we talk about it? Do we not talk about it? You know, I, I was kind of like, oh no. It, we're, I think we're get their mind off of it and everything. So once we got there, meet everybody, it 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 kind of changed the whole dynamic of what I initially thought it would be, and um, it ended up being amazing. Like the whole fact that they were gonna pick us as their partners, that really like changed me because I was like, well, how do I look at somebody and know if I'm gonna gel with them or not, mm-hmm. you know? And then they come up to you and. It was awesome. The guy, uh, Pete, who I was with, he was just like, hey, you busy? You know, are you got somebody? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm, I'm waiting on you. And it was just really, like, you know, organic. and yep. It's weird, right? It flowed really it, nicely. I don't think I've ever had to walk up to a participant. It, it, you always just somehow yeah, you it, meet each other. It just happens. Like it's like a class assignment where the teacher's like, hey, pair up. And you're just like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's sweet. It, it just works. Rodney looks like he can do his homework well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like from there on, like I was like, you know, hoping I could get somebody that was kind of mobile and outgoing. And at first, he wasn't because at the end of the day, it ended up he had his wallet and stuff in his back pocket, so he didn't want to go into the water certain depths and this and that. But um, we stayed at one area for a little bit, and you know, it, it, it worked out. And you know, besides fishing. We talked about his family and everything and what he's done and achieved and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm looking at that thinking, you know, like you've got something that is changing your life, but he can easily pick out the positive things that he's experiencing, has succeeded in, and uh, it's working for him. So it's like it, 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 it took a lot of pressure, mental pressure off of me overthinking things mm-hmm. because the guy was so laid back and acceptant of what, He's going through, and you know he he had it. You know he 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 had the positiveness, and and that kind of you know transferred to me, and it just made it just a great experience just to meet somebody new, um, to hear just the different things that he's experiencing was just awesome. Yep. So, you know, I take like like you know Ricky said, you take with a lot of what you get from them, and uh, you just want to show them something. And my guy. I think you said was the one that ended up casting the best out of most of the people. Oh, yeah. Your dude could, ca- like, right away. Yeah. yeah. He was throwing lasers, and I was like, 
Yeah, Dang. like he didn't really take that much instruction. He was like, you know, first everybody's trying to force it forward and mm-hmm. like a know, bait caster. Yeah, mm-hmm. he definitely yep. didn't want to look back at it. You know, I couldn't get that past him. You know, but as far as you know, the tap the nail kind of thing that you tell him to do, like yeah. he was doing it. And then he saw, you know, he finally did it and it went far. And he was like, ah, you know, just <laughs> yeah. like that. You felt that, right? It was like, yeah. I go, you feel the weight of the line. Let it go and just direct it. And then you know, so. That made it even better that, you know, it took us a while to get a fish, but yep. hey, that's all know, right. As far as that casting, we didn't have that frustration that I think some of the, some of the participants may yeah. have had. Yeah. Going back to what you said about how uh, it just works out with the uh, fishing buddies and the participants, like, pairing up, two examples that I saw was Jim – we love you, Jim. I know you're listening to this. Jim, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh and, Jim. And his, like, Jim is a talker. Yep. Loves to talk. And so you, you know, you hope that, you know, <laughs> that the pairing is good. I think, like, Saturday afternoon, all they did was sit at the table in the cafeteria and, like, drink and, talk, and drink yeah. coffee and talk. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, this couldn't, in my mind, I'm like, this could not have worked out better. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Ty. And he was also a first-time fishing buddy. Yeah. And Ty was, like, asking him how it was going, kind of checking in. And he was like, uh, you know, it was like, my fishing buddy, he's like, uh, or, or my participant, he's like, he's real quiet. He told me that he likes to enjoy the sounds of nature, like, listen to the birds. And Ty's like, that's exactly what I like to do. So, like, they're hardly talking at all, but they're having a great time doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, it's... It always seems to work out. Yeah, for ninety five percent of the time. I I don't want to say that. Like personally, the, never seen it not work mm-hmm. out. I yeah. I've not been to one where it, there was an issue between people. See, and and uh, you know we've now we've you've both said it is you 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 find a little connection and that's what really like you know starts the fire between your little buddies. So mine, you know, I he was a cool guy. We were talking, you know, and I while I was trying to teach him, you know, how to work work the flies, that kind of stuff. He was trying to do it all with the rod, and you know, I mean, I knew it right off the bat what he was doing. He was he was trying to walk the dog. I mean, I knew it as soon as I saw him moving that rod. I said, "Let me guess, your favorite lure is a spook, huh?" And he said, "Well, how do you know that?" And I was like, "I bet you I get you the color too. It's either white or bone." And he said, "You know what? It's white." And I said, "Just like that." I said, "That's my favorite top water to use." As soon as I saw you what you were doing with your rod, I knew that that was it. You know, so just that little connection right there. We we just blossom into this crazy fishing talk, and then yeah. and now we were just. Did you give him one of Chase's? Yeah, and All right. see, oh, so right on. yeah, so we were talking about that spook, and uh, you know, me and him, I could sympathize with that because spooks are just great. And you know, I bought a couple of Chases at at uh, um, Trout Fest last year, mm-hmm. so I had one one of the smaller ones with me. I didn't have any of the other ones. So whenever I was actually tying flies, I was giving him the flies that we were tying, you know, just yeah. so we could have them because he wanted to try coast fishing. And I was like, you know what? I have I have one of those spooks with me, one of his one of Chase's spiral spooks. So I just gave it I gave it straight to him. And I said, dude, th- it's white. It's a spook. I don't think this could have been any more perfect that I had it with me. And bam, if he saw it and he just got so giddy and excited and nice. he just said, this was awesome. I just can't even believe it. I said, you could use this around here. You could use it the coast. You could use it anywhere. Yeah. It, it was just awesome that just the, that little connection blossomed into this crazy fishing talk. What was y'all's favorite part of the retreat? 
Um, like, cause you know, they do the vest ceremony. We do closing ceremonies. There's also obviously fishing with your, um, fishing with your participant. Um, Rodney, let's hear yours first. I really think, think he's talking um, too much. the initial <laughs> meet, you know, like when they chose us, I think that was the most special because, you know, we're strangers. Like you're, you're walking up to somebody that you're expected, not expected, but you hope that everything's going to be who they feel we are. You know, it's almost like when we first met, as far as, you know, the partners or, you know, the fish buddies and we're there doing our thing, it almost feels like they were looking at us, like, from some other area. <laughs> like, okay, maybe that guy would be the one. Because when it came in. It's after, like a draft. Yeah, like, uh, it's, it's like after y'all told us that, you know, they're going to, you know, choose you. That was like weird. Well, okay. And then out of nowhere, they say, hey, you know. So I, I think that stood out the most to me. And to me, I, I really think that that means the most because they're putting their trust in you on their weekend to help them get their mind over something that is, is you know, very sensitive to them. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, hey, you know, boom, it it, it all works. It yep. all works. So I, I really think I really think that was one of the the, the most standout thing to me. Yeah, yeah. What I, about? I couldn't agree more with with what Rodney just said. That is, I mean, just just about spot on. And uh, this was actually kind of what what I was kind of thinking about was what was my favorite part. What what really was something that stuck in it? it I'm pretty sure it was that. But I kind of looked at it one way the 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 buddy choosing you know the the first part of that ceremony it you're you're standing on a cliff and that's the jump you know that's the scariest part that jump into finding your person but then the the closing ceremony and realizing what just really happened is you hitting the bottom and realizing you just landed in the most perfect oasis that's just carp lined water and cyclids everywhere <laughs> and, and sounds like my kind it, of water, <laughs> see and and you know you land in that and. That's kind of the closing ceremony. You just put yourself, you just you just went through the whole trial of falling, and now, boom, you landed and you realize that this is paradise. And yeah, it, it, it's either the, the starting or the end of the, the whole weekend, the, the opening ceremony or the closing. is by far the best. You haven't been hanging out with Steve Ramirez by any chance, have you? You've been very descriptive this evening. Very descri- you know, very poetic. Yeah, you're painting yeah. a nice uh-uh. picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, you sound like his writing. Maybe not quite as... Man, let me let me tell you, it's because like, but whenever I said this, this this really this changed touched, his life, dude. It, dude, yeah, it did. Oh, shit. I have a Jesus. I have a crazy outlook right now, and yeah. it's not something I've had in a while. Man, I need that's it. good. You know, the, yeah. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> like, yeah. like like the way that your excitement, you know, like mm-hmm. the way it exudes out is, you know, uh, my first experience at Camp Capers was through a church retreat. I've been to two of them there, and just that whole area you know the 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 layout of the place it just has something that just yeah it really it speaks to you electrifies yeah yeah it's it's great and it's it's cool mm. to see how it affected you like that yeah it it was really something man this is yeah this is this is where it's at if i could do that every weekend with my life I would do it in a heartbeat. Right. I really would. Yeah. There's and no doubt about it. And they get fed like the way we got fed too. Yeah. Oh, oh my food gosh. Was just that food was just shrimp and milk. 
Shrimp oh, grits. Yeah, you the milk taste. Bro, I'm telling Sack you. Sacking his milk. Like, milk, yeah. man. It's either that or watered down like watermelon. Are they eggs? Yeah. I never thought hardboard eggs would go so fast. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Dude, that's, everybody was grabbing yeah, eggs. Yeah, the dude. salad bar I was like, mm-hmm. who's going to get eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Look around. Everybody's got eggs. Like, yeah. goddamn. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Man. You know, that was actually the first time I've ever eaten peach cobbler. Ever. Oh, really? I'm, not, I'm not a fan of peaches. And that was the best peach cob- cobbler I've ever had. It was amazing. It. I mean, that was just great. See, I, I, I didn't get any. I was too worried about getting back to the river. Yeah. You got some. You yeah. popped it. I was like, no, oh, it was, it was great. I, the, the fried o- okra, I, I never, I oh. had it as a kid, and I didn't dig it, and I was like, I'm going to try it. It was really good. Dude, it's good yeah. stuff. Right? I skipped that whole good meal, stuff. actually. Fried okra, shrimp, um, cheesy grits. You've got the palate of an Yeah, infant. what did you do? You ate. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't really hungry. I was. I mean, I had just ate like a couple hours. Yeah, ago, that and was. I stayed fly that was time. the last lunch. Yeah, and yeah. by that time, we're like. Oh. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yep. That one, one of my least favorites. I think. I mean, the shrimp was good, but it I was, was like, right. it was very yeah. shrimpy. Well, see, I wasn't I in the mood. For exactly. It. I, don't I don't like, like shrimp. Either. Yeah, I don't like shrimp. Grits are all right. They kind of looked good though. And okra. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of okra either. So I was like, eh, I'll pass. Salad bar. Yep. had eggs. 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 I, I literally had three eggs with a whole bunch of salt and pepper. <laughs> eggs and milk. Boy. Yep. Hell yeah. But who got Cocoa Puffs? <laughs> oh, that was John. Yeah. 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 Dude, John started a whole trend. Man, everyone started smelling it at the table, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get some cereal. And then uh, um, oh, who else got cereal? Someone else came right behind me and got cereal, yeah. too. And I mean, yeah. he started a whole trend with that. Those Cocoa Puffs, were they smelled no, they so great. They were Cocoa Puffs. They were the knockoffs. Right? Yeah, they, they were the knockoffs. Coco Roos or Coco Roos. Coco Roos. Yep. Some weird shit. Yes. Coco Roos. So, uh, Zach, you, this was your first retreat not being a buddy. Um, and you were more in a leadership position. So, what was your outlook on this retreat as opposed to you know, previous retreats? I'm just going to, as if I, as if I have it on already, I'm going to, I'm going to cut the filter <laughs> off. And I'm going to be 100% honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat it or nothing. It was, I, I enjoyed hanging out with everybody. Hanging out with, like, Steve and Raphael. And, uh, you know, everybody was cool. But it was fantastically boring. It was just, you, you didn't have, like, I left. I think I did more fishing. Because I would, you know, there's so many of us just kind of hanging out. I was like, well, I don't, I don't need to be here. I'm going to go catch a fish or whatever. It, it wasn't the same. I enjoy, I'll do, so for example, if in the spring Gabe says, hey, uh, my kid has a game, I can't go, I'll coordinate for him, whatever. You know, I don't care. Like in reserves. You're like, yeah. you'll stay in reserves like, and like step up if yeah. needed. Or if Tony's like, hey man, can you can you coordinate this one? Yeah, I'll do it. But I would much prefer being, being a, buddy. a buddy. Yeah. It, um, it's just more fun. It's more rewarding, I guess you can say. It's easy to round up a bunch of my friends and say, hey, come help me with this retreat. Yeah. You know, that's Especially when everyone was as, I mean, we, we all clicked, I would say. I mean, well, I've we never been. each other. Well, I mean, most of us did. But, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I'm generally pretty shy. I mean, working in retail has kind of busted that out of me. But still, when I'm around new people, I don't get too comfortable. But with everyone there, I, man, I I was, it was really straightforward, easy transition. I think there was only one person in our buddy group that was a true outsider. And I say outsider because they're just, they don't have a social media presence. Mm-hmm. The rest of us all at least knew of each other, mm-hmm. you know? So yep. it's like, you know, we all knew, like I know that 
Rodney knows how to fish. I know that Ricky knows how to fish. So it's we all automatically have something in common. It, the the clicking didn't it wasn't it didn't have to happen. You know, it, the, it happened months ago. This is pretty funny. I didn't know this until after the fact. Um, you know, I got everyone's number. I exchanged numbers, and then I was like, you know, I'm gonna try to find their Instagrams in. I happened to see someone post a cichlid in their hands. And I was like, <laughs> someone just sent me that picture a little bit ago. Yeah. And it was Ty. I didn't know Ty and myself were already following each other on Instagram. Oh, well, it, and then dude, I it figured was, out. It, it was funny because Landon told me, that, uh, this Ty, I won't say his last name just in mm-hmm. case, but this Ty, uh, you know, he's a, he listens to the podcast. What's up, Ty? He listens to yep. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Ty? <laughs> uh, he listens to the podcast, and he reached out. He wanted to be a buddy, and I was like, oh, okay. And then you told me you contacted him and, like, got it all figured out. I was like, oh, I'm going to go send him a message, try to find him, yep. and send him a message and just say, hey. I was like, oh, shit, we've already had conversations together. Yep. <laughs> we've already <laughs> talked to each other. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'd rather be a buddy. I'll coordinate. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll be the snack boy if I have to. I like to be a part of real recovery, but I'd much prefer to be a buddy. No, I think uh, Ken locked that position down because he <laughs> did the best I've ever seen. The dude did, like, have a full spread. Spread. It was like, when I heard was he was going to be of. there, like, handing out waters and stuff, I was like, okay, he's going to Are you talking about the table? Yeah. yeah. That no, table that was out yeah. there? Yeah. He straight up put Bobby Boucher to shame. Like, <laughs> he, like he had this whole snack bar. Bobby, okay, Ken's much smarter than Bobby Boucher. <laughs> I didn't mean for that. But, no, he had his full snack bar. And then at one point, I think I was with, was I with you or was I with John? We were at the crossing, mm-hmm. and, and Ken comes around the corner. You guys got water? You guys got water, and he, like, filled my backpack up with water and Gatorade and all sorts of stuff. I was like, man, this guy's got it mm-hmm. done. Ken was Put in some work on the previous retreat, and he just wants to help however he can, and he is killing it. Yeah, no, that was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I talked to him the other day. He emailed me. That so reminds me I need to respond. Other, yeah. other than thoughts, you know, that you would rather be a fishing buddy, because <clears throat> it's different being a coordinator than a buddy. Uh, I'll tell you my perspective. I do like being a coordinator. I've been a coordinator for a while now, and um, I like sitting back and watching, like, you guys interact with your buddies and helping you guys out. Because, you know, it was like a couple of y'all's first retreat, so y'all are asking questions. And I like watching you guys have success, and that brings me fulfillment. Like, you guys experience... um, you know, what it's like to to fish with your participant and, like, get your reactions. And that brings me a lot of fulfillment as, you know, also being a fishing buddy does. But I really do get a lot out of that. And then my favorite part of the retreat when I'm coordinating is the closing ceremonies because I get to stand back and I get to watch you guys have this moment with your guy. And although I'm not there having the moment, there's just like just sense of pride of like, man, this was a really good retreat. All these guys did great. They really connected with their guy. And, you know, it's it's really cool to like sit back and watch that happen. Yeah. You know, uh, Rodney, I think I think you were the one saying that um, everybody kind of got matched up with their buddy and and participant like buddies and participants got matched up and everybody was like personalities attracted each other's personalities, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I always tell me this, okay? I always end up with a participant that can like freaking walk on water. Like we're always 
at at some point we're shoulder deep in the river and they're casting. What is that? I heard that. What is like that? You supposed yeah. to one of the guys you're with were like. Going There's to a like, really famous like picture of Zach. <laughs> he was holding his pack above his head. The water's like armpit. It's like, like yeah, it's armpit to him, and so he's holding his. Him and his participant stuff above his head so it doesn't get wet. And, and he's following his guy through the river. And the dude looks back and says, you down to go further? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah. <laughs> Let's go, man. That's how it feels when me and Zach go fishing, dude. I mean, this guy, he just gone. Mid, I mean, he moves. And me, I mean, I like to I like to just waddle through the water just because, I mean, I do not like slipping just because like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to break my back this time for Have sure. you guys like, ever seen, like, old school The Cosby Show? <laughs> You ever seen like Bill Clas- Cosby dancing in the beginning of the show? Oh, yeah. That's, That's what Ricky looks like when he waves. <laughs> Man, there was this one time last year uh, during trout season. Boy, oh boy, this guy could not stop laughing. I, I was walking. He fell three times. <laughs> All right, so I, I was walking off the bank and I slipped and fell like towards my towards like my back to the bank. But then I caught myself. I didn't fall in. I was good. And then the first step I take forward, I just put my boot on the edge of a rut. And then it just slides right off, and I <laughs> fall forward and trip, and I throw my rod out in the air, and my waders just got full of oh, water. There you go. He, uh, and he was like, "Ricky, that was a slow mo fall," because I was trying to hold myself up, but it just wasn't happening. And <laughs> I was full of water, and I said, "You know what? It, it's just how it has to happen." It, it, he gives me so much crap for how I walk in the water, and it's so just, what? Do, what kind of magical boots do you have? Uh, Orvis Ultralights. <laughs> we can. I don't have the price or anything. I could have plugged them, but like anyway, forget it. If you're Horrible not sleeping, tab- I mean that's that's yeah. the big thing. No, the yeah. get, no, back then it was White River, like yeah. fifty dollar White River mm-hmm. boots with the spikes or with the no, fill. No spikes, just rubber. Just rubber, dude. I've been wading the river since I as long as I can remember. It's you know, and second this, nature. This is one thing too. I, I mean, I used to be a lot bigger, too. You know, Zach knows this. I used to be a really big guy. I've lost, like, 100 pounds in, in like, the time of a year. Now, walking through the river, I'm so much more comfortable, though. I feel very nimble well, going I, across I, I, everything. I will say one of the tricks to, to wading the river is just being confident. Like, if you're mm-hmm. nervous, you're going to fall. Yep. Yeah. See, now that you're I'm going to find the rock. But if, you, if you're confident, when you step on a rock and it moves, you're just going to say, whoop, and you're going to move to the next one without even thinking about it. Yep. Like, that's the key to it. Don't be scared. The quad's only three foot deep. Yeah. Right but now what's it's going to happen. Maybe you know? a foot. <laughs> yeah. hey, I don't know. I, I like to hit rocks. If I can see a rock, I can step yeah. on them. Cool. But those mm-hmm. limestone flat bottom creeks and stuff oh, sometimes, yeah. like, uh, it doesn't matter how sure footed you are. Like, you just hit one little patch of, like, algae or something. And you're on your spot. You know? Yep. It's like, yeah. And what's the worst that could happen? I don't know. I hit it's, my hip and I was. Bad hip for like yeah, a I guess week. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. So uh, let's play a little game here. All right. I'm interested to get you guys on. So oh yes, yes, game. I'm gonna. Tur- I can play, right? I'm gonna turn. So I that- get to play. Yeah, you can play. Yes. I'm gonna turn so you can't see my. This screen. one's for you, Steve. <laughs> 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 okay. So here's here's how the game works. You guys may have seen. I pulled this from like clips I see on like Instagram and TikTok reels. Okay. Where you where you uh, make a ranking list, but you don't know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give you like for example, we've done flies before. This one's gonna be a little bit different. I'm warning you guys, the rules are usually bullshit in this game. <laughs> I hear you always complaining about yep. something. Yeah. Hey, yeah, no, he's just complaining. Just no, complaining. no, no, no! Don't pin this on me. You're the guy that can't make a game to save his life. Anyway, go on. So. I'm going to give you guys something. You're going to rank it one through five. 
but you don't know what's coming next. So you have to try to make an educated guess on the ranking list. All okay. right. All so right. this list is the most influential fly fishers. Oh wow. Oof. Oof. Now, okay, this could be hard for, like, for example, Ricky didn't know who April Vokey was until, yeah. like, six months ago. Well, April Vokey's not on the list. I know, so. but my point is everybody knows who she is. Uh, like, yeah. I know her now, though. I know who that was. What? April Bookie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's play. <laughs> no, this could be hard. Are you sure? Like, there's I a lot of names that you could throw out. These guys might We, we could try because I know a lot more now than I did before. Let's Calm down. Let's try. Not a lot more, but a lot more, Yeah. Okay, so the first one, let's do Flip Pallet. Okay. Oh, wow. So everybody know who Flip Pallet is? Yep. Yes. Okay. Keeps ass longer. He's a Yeti commercial guy. And just in most influential in the, and we're in doing, the fly world. We're doing five, right? Out of five. Yeah, out of five. So you have out to put five. them in a, in a spot, one okay. through five. I'll make a list here real quick so I can type them up. So you guys can remember. If you guys want to think out loud too, that that'd be cool. See, so we can kind of get your thought process. I mean, that's a hell of a starter. Yeah, I mean, that's. I'm putting him at number, <clears throat> probably number two. Ooh. See, I. You sure? I'm gonna be. A, mean, I'm, I'm gonna be on a safe bet because I know there's a couple names in my head who just might pass him up. So I think I could put him at a three. Is confidently, this, is this influential in total? Yeah, is it in like general? tires yeah. and stuff? Like, are you gonna throw like a? I would yeah, say like industry. This is, these are all industry level guys. Industry. So this is like fly fishing as a sport as a whole. Tying, yeah, casting, tires, catching, yeah. guides. guiding. Okay. Yeah. Okay. TV shows, whatever. This is industry mm. influence. Okay. Okay. Or I, I, I can I can stay at three confidently. Okay. Uh, I'll stay at three. I'll do three. Okay. Sorry, flip. I'm gonna put him at a four. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. Because I feel like. He's influential, but I feel like there's others that are like way more well, influential. I feel like there could be a wild card, but I can I could think of two right now who who I might put both ahead of them. So, but I might be wrong. Okay, so we have Ricky and Rodney at three, and you're at four. I'll put them at four. Yeah. Okay. Next on the list, we're gonna put two combined, but you'll see why they're combined here in a second. It's a husband and wife. Husband and wife. Okay. Oh, I know who they are. So we're gonna do Lee and Joan Wolf. Uh, uh, I'm going to put them at a one. You're going to put them at one? Uh -huh. Okay. Be mainly because of her. Yeah, but how many young fly fishers, are, I mean, unless you are looking at his history as more than just, well, yeah, her name is huge. Yeah, her name's <laughs> huge, dude. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Damn. Many. Wow. And I mean, a new fly fisher may not know who these are, but if you're like really into the sport, you 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 know this list. I wow, I think I might have to go with Zach on this one as number one. I was not expecting that to now, come up. Now listen, you can't just copy what I do because right. you don't know who they are. Well, no, well, he, no, he, he already, you already see pushing a pedestal. He has like a whole <laughs> shrine <laughs> to. Zach. Well, no, because you he does. he saved you know, all the funny hair that right? shaved off my head. It's funny that he says this. He told me about baby. her. <laughs> he told me about her way back when, and it was actually probably during the April Vokey yeah. talk. So I didn't know a whole list of people. He's like, you don't know them, them, them. I'm like, dude, I've been fly fishing for a year. <laughs> I said no. I don't know. I, I, I knew all these names like in six Rodney's months, but I, I nerd out. Okay. All right, next. So, yeah, we had 
the Wolves, and we had Flip Pallet. Because I know my number two. I'm almost sure I know my number two, no, so I couldn't put them. Even told you who's in the if, list. If the name's on the list, if okay. Dave Whitlock. You know, I'm going to be honest. I don't know enough about him to I, confidently give him a rank. So I'm going to put him at four already because I'm saving my spot, and I, I don't know too. Like I know a little bit, but not much. I know quite okay. a few of his flies. Yeah, the flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, yeah. So I'll put five. I'll give him a three. He's, okay, so Rodney's going five. And Zach's at three. Okay, so the current standings are, uh, Ricky, you have Lee and Joan Wolf at one, Flip Pallet at three, and Dave Whitlock at four. Yep. Zach, you have Lee and Joan at one, Dave Whitlock at three, and Flip Pallet at four. And Rodney, you have Lee and Joan at two, Flip Pallet at three, and Dave Whitlock at five. Okay, mm-hmm. next on the list is Lefty Cray. Number See, two. I told you that was the next one. Yep, that, that's who I've been waiting for, number two. I could confidently say that. Okay, so Ricky's going number two. Okay. Can I ask you why you put him at number two? Well, big thing, and maybe it's just because I'm a TFO fanboy. I mean, that might just be it in general. But for what I think that guy has done for as far as maybe just like the like the gearhead side of of fly, the fly world, I mean that that's that's a big reason why I'm going to put him there. He's what fit, has he done? What do you mean? Like, like, like what do you mean specifically? I don't know. I think just rod rod design. I think that a lot of okay. Th- this is this is yeah. something okay. I feel that well, right. this is actually something I've talked with with Kyle, and you know maybe maybe that's why I'm a little bit influenced in this choice. But his rod design has kind of influenced a lot of other companies to go different directions, and mm-hmm. he, I don't want to call him a pioneer, but he was. Almost a pioneer. He's also in the, in the like a world. pioneer of casting instruction too. And, yeah, and like that's edu- thing. in education. Yeah, number time. that's a number one name that comes up when Kyle was teaching me how to cast in the hallway. Lefty Cray. He he's he watched a lot of his old DVD videos that his dad had. Yeah, and I think that influences a lot too. Uh, he's he's a good he's a good stepping stone on a lot of new fly fishermen, and I think I picked up on that just because I am a new fly fisherman. What do you think, Rodney? You got one and four open. Lefty's the Florida one, or is I think he hung around with Flip Pallet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is Flip Pallet, the one that's in, in Florida. They did all the Florida stuff. Yeah, he had the TV show, and now he's like he's with Yeti now. And yeah, yeah, that was Flip Pallet. You have Flip Pallet at three. <clears throat> and Lefty wears the the hat with the sun flap in the back. Yeah, yep. yeah. And he flips it up. It, if you ever if you've ever been into Bass Pro Shops, which I know you have in the fly hallway, that's not him. yeah. Like that's I, not, I, I, I just get a lot of views on which no. is why. Uh, no, that guy's from Alabama. I know fly fishing. Landon's gonna throw us for a loop and hit somebody sure? else. Big name. That's Lefty Ray. Those two are the oh. big name guys. <laughs> I got one and f- one and four left. One and four left. I'll put him as my number one. Okay. All right. Zach, you got two and five left. oh man Um, I want to put him at five okay because I have high hopes for number two (laughs) okay and the last but you can't rank him now but the last person on the list Tom Rosenbauer yes I win Uh, I won this win so that's my number one is Tom Uh, dude that's a good one though I I mean he's big Ricky is uh, Tom is your five Zach, Tom is your two, Woo. 
and Rodney Tom is your Damn, four. Damn, I like my list, finally. I wish I could just Play drop my rankings. Game. I wish I could just drop them all and put him at the top. <laughs> Flip. Oh my so gosh. here's where we ended up. Ricky, you have Lee and Joan at one. Lefty, Cray at two. Flip, Pallet at three. Dave, Whitlock at four. And Tom Rosenbauer at five. Zach, you ended up with Lee and Joan at one. Tom Rosenbauer at two. Dave, Whitlock at three. Flip, Pallet at four. And Lefty at five. I wish I could have switched Whitlock and, and Lefty. Uh, Rodney, you have Lefty at one. Lee and Joan at two. Flip, Pallet at three. Tom Rosenbauer at four, and Dave Whitlock at five. Now, I pulled these names from a list of um, – let me pull the list up real quick. And I'll tell you the order that they're on in the list, so maybe we can judge against that order. Because this this was on a Fly Fisherman website, and it's the top 50 most uh, influential. So you pulled the top five names? No, I pulled the top names that I thought everybody in the group would know. Okay. Okay. So I tried to, cause I figured some names you guys would not know. So, um, number one on the list is Lefty. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. I'm a little. Wow. Okay. 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 Uh, number two on the list is Joe Brooks. Oh, you didn't name that. I thought we were all just no, talking no, no. about Arter. Because I, I didn't, I wasn't super familiar with Joe Brooks. So. Oh well, what was the order of the names that we had to? Bring? Oh, okay, yeah, I can yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, so number one, Lefty. Number two is Tom Rosenbauer. Yes. yes. Okay. Number three is Lee and Joan Wolf. Okay. Really? Number four is Dave Whitlock, and number wow. five is Flip Pallet. Okay. So yeah, I have wow. one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you won. Yeah. 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 Lefty Cray. Like yeah, Lee and I mean you had uh well close, but you had Lee and Joan then, then Flip Pallet, then Tom Rosenbauer, then Dave Whitlock. But you got the number one right. You were pretty close. Um Zach, your problem with the list is that you just need to put Lefty Cray at one and then move everybody down a rank. See, I, I don't know. Maybe I just need to do more reading on the Mr. Lefty Cray. I need to do more research on all of these guys. Just, really, just like Lefty Cray and Flip Pallet. Like they're especially, they're everywhere. Yeah. And then the whole Florida thing for me is what. Yeah. It was did it because the whole tarpon and all that stuff before it it went dead. They were talking about how they were catching all these fish and they were the creators of the boats out there, yeah. the skiffs. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Joan yeah. Wolf you know? is like massive. But that's casting. What. That's the whole point of fly fishing. No, the whole <laughs> point of fly fishing is catching a fish. <laughs> no. And big fish. You've been you've been taught the wrong things, Rodney. <laughs> casting no. is the easy part of no, it. No, it's about being with nature. <laughs> <laughs> so some other uh names on this list, like some of these Nick Lyons is on the list, Lions Press. They are the publishing company mm-hmm. for basically every fly fishing book. He's number 9 on the list. Okay. Uh Yvonne Chenard with Patagonia. He started Patagonia. Okay. He's 11 on the I list. I actually watched, I don't remember what they call it exactly, but Netflix, I think it was Netflix, had a had a had like a documentary on Patagonia. Not the brand, but like Patagonia yeah. as like the national park or yeah. whatever. That was super interesting. Super yeah. interesting. You, guys should, you watched it? I've Dude, seen it. Was it. Good I'm stuff, a nature man. freak, man. Yeah. I'm all about yeah. animals and yeah, geography. It was, it was good stuff. Oh, good, yeah. good. So sad too. Like it pulled on me just a little bit. Let me oh. let me ask you guys what you think. So April Vokey is thirteen on the list. 
and Flip Palette is 16. Do you think April right now ranks above Flip Palette? I wouldn't say one of them is better than the other. Yeah, honestly. I'd say they're 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 definitely tied in in as far as or they're they're not tied, but I could see them going head and head. I mean, they could be either which way, and I wouldn't care. Yeah, I mean it. it just Flip Palette. I feel like he he his knowledge isn't only with fly fishing; it's a lot of outside the industry too. And I mean, I'm not saying April Loki isn't like that, but I mean Flip Palette. He's he he could be connected with with a lot of people who. Who maybe might not be fly fishers, but they're hunters. I or see, I, w- I would say you like I could agree with you if they're close on the list, you could exchange them. But yep. I would say Flip Pallet's heyday was twenty years ago, yeah, mm-hmm. think, and yeah. April Vokey's heyday is right now. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm an anchored. I'm an anchored fan, and I like a lot of the stuff she says. I vibe with. So yeah. I'm like I'm kind of a big Vokey fan because of that. Like her. Just her way of doing things. Like, I wish I could live like that. As far as foraging and all that goes, it's yeah. Yeah. freaking cool. So, I think I would choose her over him, but they're they're one and the same. I mean, as far as influence goes, I think. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, that was uh, that was pretty good. It was funny. That, was, that worked out. There were no yeah. rules complaints. I got yeah, so to look her up. I feel like uh, this one. She has a podcast called Anchored. Yeah, she's good. She and gets like three or four dude. more listeners than us. So. <laughs> yeah, right. So <laughs> she, 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 she's more oh, popular man. than the one lady that owns the fly shop. She was at the Trout Fest. Dark, Hillary? Dark, dark hair. Yeah, yeah Hillary. Hillary. Uh, well, uh, Hillary doesn't have a podcast. April's, I think, bigger. She's got a bigger presence. April has a lot more touch to people as of right now. Yeah. I, I would say, like, she, she she knows how to get to the people. Well, April also is a bigger influence outside of fly fishing people. Yeah, she does hunting and all sorts yeah. of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Listen, her podcast. It's really is, good. It's super, yeah. like, calming, too. Her voice is very calming. It's very. See, and that's why it's like. I think she had Joan Wolf on, too, at one point. I think, no, maybe. I yeah, it was a while back, because yeah. I haven't listened to the Anchored podcast in, oh, probably, like, three years, and. Before that, I was listening to every episode, and I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure there's one with her on there. But yeah, she she gets a lot of great guests. Yeah, she's she's it, yeah worth a listen. Okay, yeah. sure. I'm in the dark. So. Yeah. So cool, guys. Um, I like ranking flies better, though. FYI, well, we've we've picked a lot of flies. Flies don't have feelings to hurt. <laughs> what if Flip hears this and he heard me say, ah. <laughs> He gets number four, <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm just I just shot myself in the foot. I'm gonna dissect this video and then I'm gonna put no. it on the page. No, I'm gonna geez, ta- I'm no, gonna, man. I'm gonna tag flip. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I forbid you. You, should, you cannot do that. No. Oh man. So, uh, what else you guys got going on coming up? Any like anything exciting like fishing related? You guys got Oh, are y'all coming to the Ironfly? Of course. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. there's there's no doubt about it. Are you, are you, no you going to compete? It. Are you thinking about competing or are you just going to go? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, compete. Yeah. yeah compete. I'm going to compete. Yeah. You're competing too, right? I think so. Yeah, you should. I still got to actually buy my fun. ticket. Okay, so is it too early to ask who the who the iron tires will be? Okay, so uh. this is a good thing cuz these guys are coming to the event. So maybe you guys ask us questions about the event that we can answer. Yeah. That way we know what you guys are thinking and we can yeah. answer your okay. questions. What do you think? How, how many iron tires will be competing against the participants? As many as possible. Wait, no, no, no. What do you mean? 
Like yep. just like the show, like it's either like two Iron Chefs against multiple. Oh no no no! no, 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 no guys no, are all no, competing yeah. against each, each other. other. Oh yeah. 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 Okay, I was thinking you're gonna do like kind of like the show that okay you're gonna have like your master oh no, no master no, no. flyers of our area between Austin San Antonio and then they would be okay today we're presenting <laughs> you know the woolly booger you know and then like yeah they you know whatever they tie the best okay yeah no no it's just so here's how the competition is gonna work well let's have you do you are you so you're not familiar with Iron Flight at all. No. Like what an iron fly. Okay. Okay. So here's here's I'm associating everything to like the show, the Iron Chef. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So here's how it's gonna work. You guys are gonna go to the event if you're signed up for it. You're gonna go, and Chris Johnson, who owns Living Waters Living Fly Waters. Fishing, yeah. he's gonna have a booth there. What you guys are gonna do is, after you guys have showed that you've paid and you've gotten your hat and everything, you're gonna go check into the booth, and he is gonna give you materials and instructions and. Those instructions initially are you're going to ultimately tie two flies. You are going to tie a woolly bugger, and then you're going to you're going to go you're going to tie the woolly bugger. You're going to bring it back to the booth. Chris is going to look at it. No sandbagging. No Let's sandbagging. See. Chris is going to look at it and say, "Okay, you are in the advanced or beginner category." Okay. <laughs> so Better once start. once once you get compiled, Zach is going to be sitting by his shoulder. And saying, okay, this guy like intentionally tied a bad fly. <laughs> if I know who you are, don't try. Don't yeah. try any funny business. Yeah, yeah we're, no we're going to be watching for funny business. <laughs> so you're going to get grouped into a category. So that way, like if you're a new fly tire, you're not competing against Zach Harris's, mm-hmm. right? And we don't. <laughs> My woolly bugger is not that great. I promise you that. So um, we, we don't want like the brand new fly tire to be be discouraged because they're going against these like Chase Smiths, Matt Bennett's, like these guys that are Who are they? These guys that are legendary <laughs> <Okay>. tires. <laughs> we'll do uh that may we'll do rank the fly tire next week, but we'll only use local guys. Oh, that'll be <laughs> fun actually. I like that. Oh my do god. Do you cuz you're afraid of hurting feelings. Yeah, but I know most of these guys, <laughs> so it'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that'll be cool. You're okay. you're going to you're going to get Grouped into a division, and then you're going to get materials, and you have to <clears throat> tie the best fly you can out of the materials that you're given. So you okay. can only use the materials that you're given, and then you turn that fly in, and it'll be judged. Now, some of these materials could be like uh, a teddy bear stuffing or Halloween wig. Oh, okay, so that, that's a little twist. That's a challenge. Yeah, it's yeah. random material. Like the fake tree behind you, you got to yeah. use one of those leaves. Gotta, yeah, like but there will stuff. be actual materials there too. But it's throwing in throwing in a twist of okay. maybe something random. So we're and we're thinking about doing like okay, every fly has to use this uh, wreath we pulled off of Landon's wall. You have to use a material from that or whatever, right? Yeah. is that the plan? Yeah. Well, I don't know the exact rules on that yet, but, but it's it's along yeah, those lines. Yeah, there. You, Chris will give you the rules at the event. And you just follow those rules, and then turn your fly in, and then you're good to go. You just it's wait around until basically what we're doing is we're opening the doors at two, so you can come and start. The party's going to start at two. We're going to have a cutoff time. Your fly has to be turned in by, let's say, eight p.m. Mm-hmm. So you can come at two, tie your fly, turn it in, hang out. 
There'll be live music. There'll be beer. There'll be food. We'll have a tattoo artist there. I mean, friends will be there, so you can hang out and have a good time. Or if you want to wait until the end and tie and turn it into eight, you can do that. But we're going to have a cutoff time for all the flies. So all the flies will need to be turned in by the certain time. And then at that point, we're going to do uh, – we shot a film about real recovery. Me and Zach and Grant did a film. Grant's editing it right now. We're going to show that. We're going to have raffles, silent auctions. We'll finish all of that up while the judges are judging. And then let's just say about 9 o'clock, we'll announce the winners. And that will kind of be the end of the event. But we're going to stay and hang out until, you know, yeah. it's a party. So It's a party. It's yeah. A party. We'll, we'll, we'll a party. hang out and have fun until the end. It's until they a, kick us out. It's not a serious tying contest at all. I've seen, I think, a few years back, I think Real Fly or somebody did one uh, somewhere in, in New Braunfels. And there was, like, Barbie doll heads glued uh, onto okay. the hook shank. Yeah, like it's, yeah. It can be either it can be as serious or ridiculous as you want it to be. It's supposed to be fun. It's just yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's just we're it's an iron fly, but we're throwing a party, and most importantly, we're raising money for real recovery. Yeah. So, um, and our goal is ten thousand dollars. So we'll have raffles there. You can buy raffle tickets. We'll have silent auctions. We got di- guided trips donated. We got rods and equipment donated. We have fly tying stuff donated. Mm-hmm. We have a really cool custom knife donated. Actually, Matt. Oh Bennett, yeah. That's you guys. Did really you see cool. that? Yeah. You guys can get a sneak peek, Matt Bennett. Sent some fly a fly box. It's back there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I brought yeah. it today. Yeah. Got so it. that'll yeah. be a raffle item. We'll have like packs and all kinds of stuff. So you can buy raffle tickets and <coughs> um and have a good time. So anyway, um, yeah. what other event questions do you guys have? What else? What other info do you need? Is there going to be a limit on how many tattoos you can get with that artist? Depends <laughs> on how big your wallet is, buddy. All right. <laughs> and they, who's the artist? Um. It is uh, white. His Instagram is White Lighter Society. White he's Lighter out Society. of um, he's out of Austin. Okay. And he he's working on like the way that's gonna work is he's working on a sheet of, of about twenty five ish simple fly fishing slash fly tying tattoos, and he's gonna do them there. They're gonna be four donations. You make a direct donation to Real Recovery for I don't know thirty, forty, fifty bucks, whatever. He'll do a tattoo, so. That's where it's at. There's there's one tattoo I've seen in the. I'm the still skeptical that he can get that one done quick. Dude. Maybe I don't know. He's pro- he's pretty good from what I I've gotta seen. Be honest, but man, there's I'm, a lot of detail on that. I'm thing. gonna take a chance because that is a hell of a tattoo. Yeah, and it it really embodies our area, and I love that. And oh, is it a cichlid? No, 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 it's no, a quad. Quad Guadalupe yeah. bass. Now he wouldn't have submitted. He wouldn't have said, "I'll do this one" if he couldn't. But it's still like I want to watch him do that because he's gonna Dude, look like a three D printer. Like I will. <laughs> I will <laughs> gladly volunteer for that. Yeah, gladly. I kind of think about getting it right here and then inside my arm. Yeah, that's the size on it. That's where mine is. Yep. I'll tell you right here is sensitive. Yeah. I was when I got this tattoo. I was laying on the table. He did this side. I was like, "Oh, this isn't that bad." Like. And then, gets that loose stuff and then he gets to like close to the armpit and I was just sweating profusely. Like I, when I was done, it was just like, I was laying in a pool of sweat basically. Mm. Heck yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that inner armpit right there. That's that, sensitive. Well, I was thinking about getting it on this side. Cause you know what, what goes better with a Texas tattoo than, you know, the, a fish for, yeah. I mean like yeah. that, that would make sense, right? Whatever, Honestly, whatever you want, man. You could get on your cheek yeah. too. 
Can I'm you kinda, do teardrops? <laughs> I'm kind of Guadalupe Bass teardrops. I want to. I want to <laughs> see what other options he got, but I'm thinking like back of the calf, man. Yeah, that yeah. bass would be sick on the back of the calf. There you go. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of jealous. And it starts just to fade out. Oh yeah. Yeah, think about that. Think about that. Yeah, the you're sun. right. You've got a lot of tattoos, so you got experience. Yeah, really. you've got some the, cool the ones. Yeah, neck, you have some cool the, tattoos. The neck one is, I'd yeah. say, the most painful. Was it? Yeah. This this one is close. I, I feel you on that. Yeah. But this one, I, I was transferring the pain to my lower back to the point where when it was time to take a well, break, I couldn't get up. Is it oh on your collarbone at all? Because I feel like that would hurt because it's just straight I've got, bone. I've got one on my collarbone. It's not that bad. No. Really? Okay. Yeah. Man, collarbone, Wait, I the feel neck. terrible. Yeah. The yeah. neck is, I don't know, because you got to lay down and hold it. You know, at an angle. Oh, oh yeah. Also, yeah. Messed up. And yeah. you're laying on your side. You know, because, you know, those tattoo, what do you call them, couches or whatnot. Mm-hmm. If it had a crease like a massage chair, maybe yeah. that would be better. But, no, it was just no. things mm. were falling asleep. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you guys know how to sign up? Yep. Yep. I tell us. Thanks. Well, I was hoping you guys would say, I was hoping you guys would say no. Tell me how to sign up. So do you guys know how to sign up? No. No, actually, no. Okay, so you can go to the description of this podcast, actually, and click on our Linktree link, and there's a sign-up link there. Or you can go to our website, honeyholeangling.com, click on Ironfly, and you can sign up there. costs $30 to enter the event. It costs nothing to come to the event, but if you want to participate, it costs $30. You will receive an Ironfly hat as well. So you can With your entry. With your entry. With your entry. Okay. If you want a hat, might as well go on let go on now, if, and pay the $30. If you come and you want a hat, but you don't want to participate, you can buy the hat, $30. $30. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. That's how much they yeah. cost Who's anyways. A, so you're getting the hat and getting and the And it's all going to real recovery. So yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. better. Yeah. Yep. And the prizes are going to be um, for first place in each division is a custom belt buckle, a uh, custom Ironfly belt buckle. Wow. Dude, he's going to be rocking that at Bass Pro, dude. There you go. You're damn right I will. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be a custom Ironfly belt buckle, Western style, got the Ironfly logo and everything on it. Badass. Hell and yeah. And then second and third place in each division is a trophy. I got those. Okay, in. Yeah. They, they're cool. It's not as cool as a belt buckle. It's something yeah. I can hang my flies on, you know? <laughs> oh, you can hang all, his, all of Zach's flies on. <laughs> you know, face I, on it. I will say the the – the thought that we have for the hat, we're still waiting on like proofs to come back, right? Like, yeah, I need to follow up on that. Yeah, they're gonna look pretty sick. Who, who's who's doing them? Or do you guys? Is it just like it's somebody Landon knows. I don't yeah, it, who. Kevin Hutchison, his wife owns a printing business. Oh yeah, that's oh, okay. right. She does a lot of our stickers and stuff like. But, she prints a lot for us anyway. Oh, okay, but yeah. we're gonna do a rope uh, hat. With uh, iron fly oh, yeah. patch on the front, and then we're thinking about putting be well fish on on the side. And maybe That's we're we're talking about maybe doing like a sea foam with the gray rope. Right? Yep. Oh my oh, god. With the gray logo, bro. I'm yep. telling you, there you go. it's gonna be sick, man. Yeah. Damn. I'll, shit, I might just enter this thing like a couple times, four, gonna, five, yeah. six times, I'm just have some <laughs> spares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Heck yeah. And I think we're gonna take one of the prizes and. Do a raffle for everyone that competes, like one of the donation prizes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you actually compete in the event, you have a chance to win 
I oh, okay. think I've decided to do the Orvis donation, which is a Helios rod. Oh, okay. Yeah. So more incentive for people to actually mm-hmm. sign up and participate notice, in the event. Notice the I've decided. This was not a team decision. Uh. <laughs> oh, do you want to do something different? I'm open to ideas. I don't know. We don't even have everything yet. I'm just playing with it. As you. far as the guys, who are going to be the guys that participated? Uh, so the guided trips that we have are um, Fatty's on the Fly. Okay. Donated a guided trip. And William Townsend at the coast donated a guided trip. If you guys have never done a saltwater guided trip. Those are, those yeah. are nice. Mm-hmm. William is the guy to go with down there. Okay. So he's a, he's a good dude. I fish with him a lot. He's a really good dude. And especially if you are new to saltwater fly fishing, he's a really good teacher. And he's not like, uh, I wouldn't say like super crusty like a lot of the <laughs> saltwater guys. <laughs> like that's, it can be, nice. that can oh, be. That was a God. great description. <laughs> yep. If yep. you're not Will Townsend, you're crusty. Did you hear that? Yeah. No, Landon no, no. said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Landon said that. I said a lot of guys. I've heard, well, I worked at, I've heard a lot of horror stories. I went down to the coast with so-and-so. I'm not going to name names. I just had a worse. He kept, God kept yelling at me, you know, and. If you yell he, at your clients, you're crusty. Says Landon. He he paid me eight hundred bucks for me to bring him. Or I paid him eight hundred bucks for me to bring him lunch. Like, <laughs> I think. Uh, you know, I don't. You're I think not lying. We, I've heard some crazy yeah, stories. One one guy, he was like, he was like, I paid eight hundred bucks for this guy trip. I asked him, "Are you going to bring lunch?" Just like thinking, like, "Are you going to bring a sandwich?" And his response was, "No, but if you're bringing one, bring me one too." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so um, there's. A lot more of that happens at the coast than happens in freshwater. So if you're want to get into saltwater fishing, you want a good guy to go with. William is the guy. Okay, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I don't want so. no crusties in my life. Yeah. Yep. Nope. <laughs> I personally don't like like getting yelled at on a trip I paid eight hundred dollars for, but that's right. just me. It's intense. Yep. Heck yeah, yeah, man. Some people like getting yelled at though. They Not need me. that like firm hand. Yeah. On the boat, well, I think those are people that go fishing once a year, kind of guys. Yeah. I don't know. Do you like a firm hand out of a guide? Mm. Some, can we rework <laughs> that? That could go yeah, different ways. Yeah. <laughs> you look at yeah, let's reverse this. <laughs> you look at do, firm do you do you like a crusty guy who's gonna yell at you while you're fishing? If you okay, let's okay scenario. <laughs> okay, here's a scenario. You're you're up on the platform. He sees a redfish. You make a cast, but the casting is a little bit off, and you get chewed out. Because you did not put that fly exactly where he wanted, even though he may not have communicated exactly where he wanted it very well to you. So, okay, I'm, I worked in the fishing, like, sales industry for a long time. So, I don't know why I said that. I had a point to that. I, I don't care either way, honestly. Like, I understand why people would want a guide that's, like, supportive and, and, Helps to teach, but I feel like there's a limit. There's there's a yeah, limit. I don't to it. mind if a guy's like, "Up, oh, you you fucking blew it. It's over." Like, okay, that would fuel me a little bit. I'd be like, you know what, asshole? Okay, let me <laughs> yeah. I'll show you. Like, we're gonna get this right now. I had that that's experience. how I am, and I'm. But the thing is, I speak like that. Yeah. So yeah. like, how many times did I say it's over? The carp didn't eat. That's it's over. that's the experience that I had yeah. uh, this weekend. It's yeah. not a. I don't mean it yeah. like mean. It's yeah. just well, like, well, time to get over. Let's it's different. If one. if you get onto me, oh, you blew that cast. That's I don't care. You're my buddy. Yeah. You yep. can get onto me all you want. 
Yeah. I'm not paying you 800 bucks. And that, that, that's the sure. difference. To get off. Yeah. You're paying and also, for a service. But I also, think what it means is I speak like that, so I, I don't know. It, it yeah. just wouldn't bother me. I also I feel like um, once you get to a certain level at, at fly fishing, like if I go red fishing and I blow a cast, I knew that I blew, blew the cast. Like I don't need this guy. I'm like – I blew that. I casted three feet behind the fish instead of three feet in front of the fish. Yep. I know what the issue is and what needs to be corrected. I don't need him yelling, yelling at, at me. In the back. Or, but also, and I think this also comes with experience, is um, I've had situations with guides before where maybe I can't see the fish and they're giving me instructions, but like our distance, like his 20 feet is my, not my, or his 50 feet is not my 50 feet. And so, like, I'm relying on him to give me the measurement and because I can't see – because on the polling platform, you're at a higher angle. So you can see there's, like uh, – they can see certain parts in the water that I can't see, so I'm kind of relying on them. So if he's giving me directions, okay, you know, 50 feet or 11 o'clock, maybe we're not meshing up there. So then I have a conversation with him. Okay, what do you mean when you tell me this? So, like, if I blow a shot and he – it's like, oh, you didn't cast it where I wanted. Okay, what did you mean by like, a, like, is your eleven o'clock here? Yeah. And we kind of work through those things that way because the quicker you and the guy that you're with can get on the same page, yep. the quicker yeah. magic is going to happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I kind of feel he, that. He, I don't yeah. know. I think yeah. it it depends on the person. Like, person, I'm not saying it's okay for a guide to be shitty to a client. Like, let's be honest. That's that's horrible, especially if they're paying you. If 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 I was out with a guide and it's a rough day and we finally have a shot at like, I don't know, whatever, a, in Texas, a, a 45-inch bull redfish, and I miss it, and they had a little frustration, I mean, they're human, man. I mean, they're not going to well, – are they going to push me off the boat? Maybe, but that's okay. Well, disappointment <laughs> disappointment, <laughs> and being berated yes. is way different. Frustration. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Maybe I miss miss Because the guide the wants to catch that fish, you yeah. to catch that fish as much as you want to catch yeah. that fish. So, like, I don't take frustration as, like, like, they're, oh, man. Like, if they're, like, frustrated, oh, that sucks. But, okay, we'll get the next one. Like, you kind of brush it off quick. Well, it's like one of those things. It's, uh, I mean, if they're, if, if you just completely, you know, just crap a cast out, and they're like, man, I should honestly just take you back to the the dock with that cast. You know, that could be taken as playful, but the moment they get loud with what they just said, that's a little bit different. You know, and now you can tell that that came from his heart. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he he really wants to take you back. He said, I'm done with you. You're you're nothing. You're. He's like, why can't you, as a first time fly fisher at the coast, make that cast? Did you guys have you guys seen that video that was going around for a while? I, and I think. If I understand what happened, I kind of agree with the guy, but he the guide was like cussing this family out. Like something happened and I think they hit the throttle on his boat or something. Yeah, oh, so I know I know yeah. what happened. Okay, so, let's hear that story. Okay. Yep. He was like You're idiots like he was like telling him how they mm-hmm. I don't know. He was it was okay. super interesting. So what happened was he goes over rules for his boat. And this is like a bigger, maybe like an offshore charter. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a it was, more intense. Yeah, yeah safety-wise. Yeah, bigger bay boat for sure. Yeah. yeah. And so he has rules, don't like come in this area of the boat, Yep. basically. And he was like doing something at the back of the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what he was exactly doing. And the family walked into the area that he said they shouldn't be. And one of them tripped 
fell, hit the throttle, and it threw him off the boat. Oh. He went for by a By the swim. motor. By the motor. Yeah. So um, he, he, he got went. back on the boat and was pissed, mm-hmm. and he come to find out later they had been doing that already, like already yep. going into – what. What the the center console? Let's just say, like, already like being cockpit area. Yeah, Yeah. the cockpit, and they had already been doing that. And he had already told them a couple times, "Don't come to this part of the boat." So I think, I think that's a little warranted because no, it definitely is. So I mean, he could have died right there easily. Yeah. What I don't like is that that video got posted. It didn't show the full story, and then he got fired. He got fired from that charter Mm -hmm. company that was. You know that he was working. Yeah, with. now his name's tarnished. I mean, good luck trying to get a guide license down there. Try try working on another charter. Like, yeah. I mean, no one's gonna hire him if they don't know the full story. Yeah. So, yeah. and and there's one thing like, look, I've taught fly fishing 101 classes. Some people just don't listen. Yeah. Like, I can see a guide being frustrated because yeah, they're not like willing. When they keep casting at the, the same, same fish for. 30 minutes after you told them the fish they're going to eat. Some people just don't listen. Yeah. yeah. So Some they people say, just don't, don't know who that is. Common, <laughs> common sense is not common anymore. It's like people yeah. just That's not do like what that. they want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think, you know, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah, that, that that guy's response, whatever it was, is it's okay. Was it warranted? Yeah, no, yeah, I, it's, it's warranted because that's ridiculous. If Do I prefer it? No, I think he probably could have been more professional about it. But at the same time, if I was in his spot, I'd be just right there with him. See, now the There's story no way. I had heard lines up with that pretty good. But I heard that they were like, they like bumped the throttle on purpose. Maybe I misread. Maybe uh, I misread. I don't, but, I didn't hear that they were, it was, I heard that like someone tripped into okay. the. Yeah, they just. Makes more sense. They accidentally bumped into it. It, it wasn't like sense. on purpose. Yeah. yeah. No, I was on his side 100%. Even, even. The story that I heard, it, it's close enough to the one you just told. Yeah, yeah. I mean, either which way, it's either which way for sure. Especially mm-hmm. if like, hey, then that goes back to what I was just saying about just some people don't listen. Nope. They're they're paying you, and you're trying to like help them be successful, and they're being nice to a point, but you know, at some point, it's enough's like, enough. Enough's enough. So yeah. yeah. It goes on both sides because there's bad clients too. Like I'm not trying to say, like there's tons of great guides at the coast. Um, there's bad ones too, but there's plenty. Uh, I could give you a list of guides that would be great to yep. go down at the coast, but there's also really bad clients too. Hundred percent. So, and yep. if you can set yourself up to be a good client, and you match yourself up with a good guide, you're gonna have a great day of fishing. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. all right, fellas, you guys got anything else you want to add? Where you are? This was maybe one of the quickest yeah. podcasts, dude. You tired? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need another coffee? No. That's probably the problem. It's backfiring on you. No, man. Yep. No. Now you're crashing, going straight down. Oh, it's not strong enough. Okay. I need that ghost energy plug. Some yep. bang. Oh. Some bang. Have you Dude, had that bang bang's stuff? Bang's too much, yep. bro. Man, that stuff is horrible. Screws me up, man. Like, I start getting anxious. You know, I looked at the the ingredients, and it's got niacin. You know what niacin I've heard it the word. It freaks you out. Like, <laughs> it's bad. And it's got, like, 80% nice in it. Like, Yeah. You know why I don't like energy drinks? Because they make me extreme, like, feel extremely dehydrated. Because they, they are dehydrating they are, you. Yeah. yeah. 
but I am so thirsty. Like I just drink water after I drink one. Really? And I See, I can't stop. To me. I can't stop drinking water. No, I drink they, one like, before I work out. And they almost yeah. get me high, man. Like the right, like a big Red Bull, like the large size Red Bull. I'm like in the clouds. It's like oh, wow. it's probably not that's supposed not to good. do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. But, they uh, they yeah. literally it, gave you wings. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's. Uh, maybe that's it, why they say that, huh? Be a spokesman. Yeah. Wow. Red Bull. Yeah. Gives you wings. I think they need to get into the fly fish. Like they're in some like other sports. Like let's yeah. let's get some Red Bull spawn. Red Bull. If you're listening to this. Since you are, please, you please, that change. It's, yeah, it's Red Bull. I'll tell you now. We would love to make ZachHarris.fly. We would love to make Red Bull. I'll be the first. The drink of choice for the Honey Hole Hangout podcast. Yep. There you go. I'll tell you now. Me and Zach have. We are. Uh, or ghost. We are putting you in our ghost. or ghost too. Ghost. Sour or, watermelon. Red Bull or ghost has been a part of our tradition for trout fishing. Dude. Pretty much every year, we stop and, and get McDonald's. McDonald's. We stop and get McDonald's. And then we go straight to the gas station and get an energy drink. I mean, yep. they're right next door. Yeah, and, it's uh, one of those combination buildings. Get a McGriddle, it, get a Ghost. Then yep. Dude, that ghost. sounds like a like the perfect time for a gut grenade to hit, like right when you hit the water. It, the weird thing and is And you're like, it. It just, oh, you, get, yeah. you get your waders yeah, no. on, you're like, oh, dude, no, this dude. is going to be The thing no? is, the oh, combination of the McGriddle and the Ghost just you stops live you up on, for a You live on caffeine, it doesn't do that to you. Like normal people make you have to. Dude, honestly. Dude, I would have... I yeah. would not be able to find a bathroom fast Carry enough. Toilet paper. <laughs> like the Carry combination, the, no, the combination of you. those two. Like as soon as I put my waders on, too, it's like okay, you get out of the truck. Okay, I'm good. You throw the wa- as soon as you throw the waders on, it's like, boom. No, it's horrible. Like I, I, I'll drink coffee all day long. I drink coffee in the morning. Like I'll drink coffee with lunch, after dinner, whatever. Like I do might you have ever a just like drink water? Yeah, I drink plenty of water. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I just drink I'm, a lot of caffeine. Too. I just, just want like to make coffee, sure it's sweet. Coffee's the other water. Coffee's yeah, made, you know, well, it's coffee's it's made, made of water. water. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can uh, I also plug one more company in now? Um, just because of what they were talking about. They're, you know, they're I not carry, actually going to contact us, right? Don't hey, get too excited. If they do. Okay. If they do. We'll tag Dude them. wipes, man. Dude wipes. You I know, carry those in my bag everywhere I go. You For know, every it, energy drink he drinks, <laughs> he's got dude wipes. Dude wipes. You know, I actually reached out to dude wipes. <laughs> to no. see if they would spot. This was like two or three years ago. Because this oh is when gosh. Cliff was on the podcast. Dude was talking about dude wipes yeah. every episode. Shout out Cliff. If What's you guys, if you guys were like OG listeners, you remember the Cliff days talking about dude wipes. You know, I'm. And so I find difference between a dude wipe and a Lysol wipe. Man, it's the same thing. Not a Lysol wipe. Lysol wipe you would never use on your bum. Okay, not you're Lysol, crazy. But I, I just, but like just normal wet wipe. I don't think yeah, there's any difference. But like a baby wipe. Dude wipes are for dudes, and it, that's all you need to know. The only thing that makes that's it right. for dudes is that it says dudes on it. It's the same as a baby wipe. Good enough for me. It's a baby wipe. Dude wipe. Baby wipes are softer. <laughs> dude wipes for dudes. That's it. I, I don't know. I'm I don't just, know what the difference is. I'm just saying. Or what What was that? Uh, oh, what were the ones we had at Bass Pro? The we had dude wipes at Bass Pro. No, no they're not dude wipes. They're a different one. Yeah, they're in a long package, a camouflage package. Oh. Um, what were those? Extra, extra I used dude. those. <laughs> <laughs> big used dudes. Those extended dudes. Yeah, big dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Dang, I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about yeah, now. The camouflage. Yeah. Mm. Well, I I, I never heard back from Dude Wipe. I sent him an email. I was like, "Dude, we we plug your products every yep. episode." Like, 
Come on. Come so on. The thing Come is, on. you have hit, to have more up. than 20 listeners for them to care. Here, yeah. you know what we'll start doing is every podcast, we'll just start putting like a Red Bull can back behind us or like, you Ooh. know, we'll just start putting our plugs behind us or like somewhere yeah. in the video. A little product where, placement. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just hide it yeah. in the plant over there. A little Red Bull can gives yeah. you wings starting to fly away. Dude wipes, you know, just, I don't know. You can just start podcasting from the toilet, right? Yeah. Dude oh, yeah. wipes. I like it. There we Everybody's go. Everybody's toilet. Dude, what? Oh, that'd be kind of funny, actually. Dude, <laughs> kind of like that idea. Everyone from their own house just yeah. on the toilet. We're right using there. our phones anyway. There you go. Yeah. Personal spaces. Yeah, dude, yep. that's kind of cool. That's it. All right, fellas. Thank you guys for joining us. Hey, hey. thanks for having yeah. us. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, this, this is, is great. great. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. All right. Make sure you guys sign up for uh, Ironfly. Ironfly. Yeah. Make sure you sign up for Ironfly, honeyholeangling.com. Woo-woo. Thank you. Look in the description below to find links to our website, online store, YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord server, and blog. Please send your podcast questions and inquiries to info at honeyholeangling.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you again next week.